industrial revolution is happening now. Trying to make sense of the B2B technology strategies and trends that will be key to success? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Moonshot Exec. Here's your host, Kevin Pritchett. All right, all right, all right. Love it. This is Moonshot Exec, and I'm Kevin Pritchett. Welcome to my podcast, and I'm extremely honored that you have shared your precious time with me. If after you listen to this podcast, you'd like to subscribe, please go to my website, moonshotexec.com, to sign up for my email list and subscribe to my podcast. You can also search Moonshot Exec on iTunes to sign up there for this podcast. We'll start with This Week in Industrial History. I believe it's important to know and understand key historical events in our industrial business history. Also, you can use these fun facts to impress your friends. Second, we'll have a segment called The Consult, which is a collection of thoughts and investigations on how new technologies will be used in an industrial setting. Today, we're going to discuss the topic of enhancing safety through using digital voice assistance in the industrial workspace and the strategic benefits that can occur when using these. I believe that will happen in the future. I also have an accompanying blog on this issue at uh, moonshotexec.com, so you can read uh, more detail there. So let's get started. This week in industrial history. This week in 1675, the first commercial corporation, the New York Fishing Company, was chartered in the then very young America. There's some debate on this, by the way, with several other companies vying for the first company moniker. This week in 1870, John D. Rockefeller incorporated the Standard Oil Company. Were it not for its court-ordered breakup in 1911, the company would probably be worth now about $1 trillion. Apple, at about $889 billion this week, though, was pretty close. This week in 1863, the first underground railroad ran between Paddington and Farringdon in London. This week in 1901, oil was discovered in Texas. For us tech heads, Fritz Lang's Metropolis premiered in Berlin in 1927 this week. This week in 1951, the first passenger jet trip was taken. This week in 1982, American Telephone and Telegraph, or AT&T, agrees to break up, divesting its 22 subsidiaries. And finally, this week in 2009, Bitcoin was created. Thanks to HonestDay.com and ThisDayInTechHistory.com for this information. Thanks for listening. Now we're going to head into The Consult. The Consult. This week, we're talking about giving industrial safety a voice. First, a story. I've had an interesting career. I've had the privilege of working with different firms and within different roles and achieving success and adding value to the companies uh, which employed me. One of my more engaging roles was heading operations for a specialty metal powder production plant. I was sent down from headquarters to run this plant. So of course, I was immediately met with playful suspicion when I arrived. By the time I returned to headquarters after my time at the plant, I had some major operational and product successes. 
I added to the plant's almost three-year streak of no-loss times or recordables, a flawless environmental record, certifications for ISO 14001 and OSAS 18001, as well as recertification for ISO 9001 TS standard. Not bad for a strategy and marketing guy. What made me proudest, though, was a continued safety record, driven entirely by a behavior-based safety culture and committed team members. I made it a point to spend money and invest in additional safety tools, training, and technology. Then, I didn't think about the, the quantitative ROI on such spending. I just wanted my people to go home safe and whole. My intuition at that time uh, has been ratified after some career experience and after doing some 35,000-foot analysis of why safety is so critical to strategic success. I want to get into some grim statistics. Uh, it's important to address uh, some of these uh, things that happen in an industrial setting that are, are so heartbreaking when there is a lack of or failure of safety systems. In my company and others, we pass around emails called fatalgrams from the U.S. Mining Safety and Health Administration. This was not some type of voyeuristic fascination, but a chronicle of human suffering. The cruelty of it was and is that such fatal accidents, in fact all accidents, are 100% avoidable. It's some numbers. According to the 2016 U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, more than 14 people per day died in the workplace, a 7% increase from 2015. In the U.S. alone in 2016, there were 2.6 million non-fatal workplace injuries and illnesses. Worldwide, over 2 million workers die due to work-related injuries and diseases, according to the International Labor Organization. The cost of workplace illness, injury, and death is about $1.25 trillion per year. That's about 4% of annual global GDP. Though many injuries and deaths are transportation-related, slips and falls, suspended weights, chemical exposure, and other hazards take too many lives. Fatigue is playing an ever-increasing and ever-more-dangerous role in these injuries and deaths. Now, injuries and deaths happen across various demographic groups, so no age group will be spared or untouched. 100% avoidable fatalities, though, are increasingly occurring among our older workers 55 years and older. 2016 deaths in this group in the United States increased about 13%. So the litany of this loss can be disheartening. Yet again, note that there is immense room for hope. Again, given that these incidences can be completely eliminated through training, vigilance, and technology. This is especially true among our more vulnerable workforce members, such as young workers, temporary workers, and more mature team workers. Recently, I've been experimenting with digital or smart assistants myself, personally at home, which were popular items this holiday season. Now, digital voice assistants are basically user interfaces employing the human voice and language, kind of like a cyber butler that can carry out instructions simply by speaking to it. Using natural language processing, a digital voice assistant can execute anything from a search for the 
height of the Eiffel Tower to, with proper integration, the shutdown of household lighting or a heating system. As they basically are cloud-based applications, digital voice assistants can be accessed through small standalone speakers, laptops, phones, appliances, desktops, even wearables like watches. Google, the company that we all know so well, claimed this week that its voice assistant is available now through 400 million devices. Other voice-driven technologies include Amazon's Alexa, Apple Siri, and Microsoft's Cortana, which has about 141 million monthly users. I was able to build myself my first Alexa skill. Uh, a skill for Alexa is sort of a prepackaged voice-driven algorithm. I personally have a Google Assistant. I'm very, very happy with it. My personal experience with these devices inspired me to think about how such devices can be used in an industrial context. I believe a key application would be enhancing safety. Now, smart digital assistants have yet to gain a major foothold in the enterprise space. But with companies' efforts to adopt what are called Industry 4.0 or smart manufacturing techniques and technologies, there's no doubt in my mind that voice will be a key way to interact with our increasingly interconnected environment in the industrial workspace. So what are some examples of how voice can help enhance safety? I believe, especially in an industrial setting, technology such as voice assistance may be a critical and much needed addition that will increase safety by enhancing hazard identification, ensuring real-time awareness of policies and procedures, and also, third, providing an interactive safety empowerment tool for workers. Now, helping workers, especially in the industrial space, identify hazards in their environment and those created by their own behavior, this would be a key application. For example, during an onboarding safety briefing, this could be enhanced by a worker, a new worker, interacting with a digital voice assistant who could, for example, quiz workers on the context of a safety video, and based on those responses, automatically authorize entry to the plant or run a specific part of a safety video again to ensure understanding. Speaker-based, wearable-based, or even machinery-based assistants can, based on a worker's location, highlight key operational and environmental statuses such as hot surfaces, operational instructions, perimeters, and the presence of hazardous chemicals. Now, come to think of it, speaking of hazardous chemicals, workers could use these digital voice assistants and have instant access to SDSs, or safety data sheets information, simply by asking the digital assistant right then, right there, in order to be safe. An assistant, for example, can gently give a time reminder to an older worker, or any worker for that matter, who is repairing equipment that requires repetitive motion for an extended period, one thing that you could do eventually maybe is melding the analysis of biometrics, such as heart rate, from a wearable device with the data that uh, smart machines and the digital assistant is drawing from corporate systems. By integrating with a smart assistant, verbally and hands-free, workers will be able to get a richer sense of their environment, get up to speed quicker, and avoid stress and strain, both physical and mental, I think voice assistance will be a boon for safety 
uh, in the industrial setting. Assistives can also be placed in areas such as confined spaces, not only to provide a means of communication should something go wrong in that confined space, but also a way to provide safety procedure guidance through recitation of policies or even an interactive quiz that can remind workers of best practices. Now, some workers may forget or disregard the use of personal protective equipment, otherwise known as PPE. Now, with a digital voice assistant, maybe they won't be able to operate a piece of machinery without first voice certifying that equipment is being worn. Through coupling voice feedback, as well as sensor data, policies such as lockout, tagout, tryout could be strictly enforced, allowing startup or stand down of machinery only through an interactive voice checklist session with an assistant. Supervisors, managers, and workers themselves are the enforcers of safety policies and procedures, but the additional check of voice digital assistants would be uh, an amazing boon, I think, for safety. Again, the third area that I think digital voice assistance would be useful would be giving an employee a voice in the safety culture. For example, younger workers may feel intimidated providing safety feedback or suggestions to superiors. In this way, a smart assistant can act as a digital confidant, so to speak, providing a way for younger workers to communicate safety concerns or kudos. Temporary workers new to their roles and just integrating into a culture may rely heavily on a digital assistant to get up to speed by asking questions about procedures and policies and the layout of the plant. Older workers may want to augment their wisdom with learning about new processes or interactively reviewing procedures that they haven't been performing in some time. I believe a digital voice assistant can ease any personal discomfort about safety. So uh, these are just the many different things I can think of within the areas of safety and other areas uh, within the plan itself regarding preventive maintenance, supplier management, collaborative manufacturing, and other areas where I think digital voice assistants can and will play a major role in industry. Firms that integrate voice in their processes will provide a unique human interface and experience to the workers resulting in more efficiency, I believe, more training, and greater competitive advantage. And speaking of greater competitive advantage, safety has become a key metric perused and pursued by major companies, most notably in the industrial space. Of paramount importance, of course, is what this metric represents in terms of preservation or, unfortunately, in some cases, loss of life and limb. As a headline that addresses corporate performance, Positive trends in a company's safety record obviously reflects favorably on a company and its management. It can act as a marketplace differentiator. How much safety plays a role in strategy, execution, and company return on investment cannot be underestimated. Let me throw out another number. The U.S. Occupational Safety and Health Administration claims that employers pay close to $1 billion weekly for direct workers' compensation payments. These are payments that, yeah, for example, workers get uh, when they're injured on the job. But investing in safety is a true positive for companies. There's a multiplier effect in investing in technology that help prevent injuries and fatalities. In fact, the National Safety Council, based on 2012 numbers, found that $1 invested in occupational injury prevention 
provided between $2 and $6 of return on investment. So a little effort goes a long way in making sure company workforces get home safe and whole. As mentioned, safety investment is not optional, but expected by the marketplace and investors. And it's really a non-negotiable part of what famed business professor Michael Porter calls operational effectiveness. You simply got to do it. But there are added benefits besides operational effectiveness that I've seen with my own eyes that come from an organizational attitude present in the workplace regarding safety. Are investments in safety in your workplace made grudgingly or reactively? Or is safety thinking proactive, employee-inspired, and driven? Companies with a positive safety culture, good inclusive procedures, policies, and technology deployments can result in competitive advantage because employees are less stressed, less worried, and empowered. Employee management partnership and safety can result in openness in other areas that lead to overall business benefits. Digital voice assistants to me are going to be fantastic tools in the industrial workspace, literally giving safety a voice. So that's the podcast for this week of January 7th. I wish you a safe, productive, prosperous week. I'll talk to you next week. Again, if you like this content, please go to my website, moonshotexec.com, to sign up for the email list or subscribe to my podcast. I have links to my social media there, including LinkedIn and Twitter. You can search Moonshot Exec on iTunes to sign up for my podcast also. So go out there and rock it. Thanks again.